Tuesday morning here on the Triple M Brekkie Show, we chat to Joe Martira. Morning, Joe. Good morning, Josh. What a weekend we've had at the grand final. What a weekend of music as well. Some of the acts. Uh, the NRL grand final, we had a Tina Turner uh, tribute act at the AFL grand final. We had Kiss. What did you make yeah. of their performance? Absolutely fantastic, mate. And uh, look, oh, I know I've read some of the comments online about the uh, supposedly lip syncing um, that was happening. Now, I can tell you as a musician myself, mate, that was not lip sync. Now, the only thing maybe, you know, that some of the backing vocals might have been on, on tape, which is, you know, a common sort of thing in, in the industry. But uh, if you listen very carefully to uh, Paul Stanley, there's moments there where he sort of his voice just closely sort of breaks a bit because he's trying to reach those notes. And um, I mean, he is 71. And uh, when they recorded that song, that was over like 40 years ago now. And um, they did drop the key because one thing you notice is when they start singing, especially uh, I Was Made For Loving You, he's doing it sort of really almost in a monotone. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, look, you know, I'm going to put it out there, mate. They were not lip syncing. And um, I know the comments, but um, it was one, probably the, one of the best performances I've seen. And I think the AFL should be um, congratulated on that because I uh, certainly made up for the... Uh, what was it, the year where Meatloaf played there? Um, <laughs> but uh, fantastic. And I think it was just a really good, you know, it was a great game. Uh, Kiss were perfect. I mean, they, they do put on a great show. I mean, you know, Americans are very good at them doing that sort of stuff. So I think uh, it was all around a fantastic, fantastic day. Absolutely. Uh, one for the history books. And uh, Aerosmith have got some news. Yeah, look, I did mention this a, a couple uh, weeks ago. They were going to do um, a Peace Out Farewell tour. Now, um, this month, Stephen Tyler has just found out he's uh, had done damage to his vocals. So now that tour is completely uh, cancelled for now. Um, they may look at it next year, but he's got to sort of take care of his vocals. So, again, he's in his 70s, and, um, you know, it's getting a bit sort of uh, hard as you keep going on the road to sort of keep up the uh, the vocals. Yeah. So hopefully I wish him the best and uh, for, you know, to get well. But, um, yeah, it's it's a shame because uh, this is going to be their sort of big farewell tour and um, play all the hits. But uh, we'll see what happens as time goes on. Yeah, hopefully that one gets a rescheduled date very soon. Pink Floyd, what's happening with them? Well, we, we, we've been sort of reading over the last few years. I mean, it's been going on for a while between Roger Waters and Dave Gilmore. There's sort of bad blood there, as we know, which is why they sort of never sort of reformed Pink Floyd, you know, Pink Floyd does go out as, you know, David Gilmore sort of band. But um, he came out a couple of days ago and said that uh, the, the famous guitar solo that is in Comfortably Numb that uh, most people will recognise. Over the years, it's always been said that David Gilmore played that in one take. Now, yeah. Roger Waters has come up and said that has a load of rubbish. <laughs> it was never done in one, one take. He said um, Bob Ezrin, the producer who claims that this happened, he said he wasn't even in the room. He said um, in the room was the uh, co-producer and engineer, um, James Guthrie, and he said what happened was uh, David Gilmore played over a dozen takes of that solo, right. and then he went off, and um, James sat in the studio and basically composed you know, bits and pieces to get it for that famous solo. So this has caused a lot of... Um, Sort of problems now between uh, Roger Waters and David because you know the bad blood just gets worse now. But um, that's 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 coming from Roger's mouth. He's saying that it was not done in one take. Oh, so a bit of a a bit of a musical myth busted there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a shame because I mean, such a, that is such a great style as a guitar player. It's probably yeah. one of the up you know up there amongst the greats. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, you know, that's that's sort of. You know, over history, there's been quite a few sort of uh, famous guitar solos have been sort of composed, you know, from different bits. But uh, this one here particularly is going to, we'll see what happens with it. 
Absolutely. And a lady we don't usually play on Triple M or talk about very often on Triple M, but we may be hearing a bit more of her maybe on Triple M. It's Dolly Parton. What's going yes. on? Yes, Dolly Parton, the uh, queen of country music. Now, she's um, going to make her first rock and roll album. Now, imagine this. She's in her 70s too. Now, the reason she's doing this is um, early, what was it, last year, she got... Um, a, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame invitation and she knocked it back and then about six weeks later she turned around and she accepted it and because of that it inspired her to sort of go and make this rock and roll record. Now this record has got everybody from Sting, Alton John, Debbie Harry, Paul McCartney playing on it and she's got a couple of heavy metal guys on it too so this is coming out on November. It's called Rockstar. You know what a great title. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And, um, yeah, you know, and so she's going to make this as her first foray in rock music. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. And I'm sure, um, you know, Triple M's going to sort of love this tri- uh, this album because uh, with all these named guys on it, it's guaranteed to be a, a, a definitely a rock and roll hit. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we get some Dolly Parton on the radio. I do love a bit of Dolly in the morning, don't you think? Yeah, no, she's great. You know, she's, I mean, she's been covered by a lot of artists, you know, and, um, you know, she's sort of really earned her place in, in, in the industry. You know, I mean, even though she's a country artist, I mean, she's written a lot of great pop rock songs, you know. The most famous one is the Whitney Houston song, you know. So, yeah. um, so yeah, who knows? Eh? Hopefully uh, we'll, we'll hear more from her. Absolutely. Joe Matera, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. No worries. And we'll see you again next week.